welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Hello, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters listeners and friends. Here we are again with the fourth episode of this week's talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. You are very welcome, as always. This week, we're going to be talking about something which is very dear to my heart as president of my club, and that is how we can turn guests into members. There is an article in this month's Toastmasters magazine entitled just that, From Guest to Member. How many times do your guests visit before you make it official? Well, that's the prompt for doing this particular segment. But I'm going to hand you over now to Paul to introduce it, because uh, this is something which I think we all ought to be paying more attention to than perhaps we normally do. So, Paul, take it away. Listeners, I've got some news hot from the press for you. Toastmasters International would like to have more members. Toastmasters International has seen membership growing and then has seen membership growth tapering off. But on top of that, the potential size of Toastmasters International is incalculable. Whatever it is, it's impossible to know how many people would join Toastmasters if only they knew it exists. But people do come to meetings as guests. Sometimes they're invited by members. Sometimes they're attracted by uh, notices in the local newspaper, website, social media. Sometimes guests come to meetings thinking they're going to a meeting of another organization and they by accident end up at a Toastmasters meeting. Converting guests to members has become very different while Toastmasters clubs are having online meetings. In the old days, when Toastmasters clubs met at a venue, guests could, for example, be allowed in free of charge for a specific number of meetings, and after that, they could be charged. Now, nobody would want to exclude a guest, even if somebody kept coming back week after week after week for six months, I think it's unthinkable that anybody would be locked out of the meeting on the grounds that they're coming and they're no longer a member. So what kind of policy does your club have in relation to guests? There's a, an article which is very thought provoking in this month's Toastmaster magazine. And it really concerns, raises a question at the beginning. How many visits can somebody have to your club before they are expected, I'll use that word, to become a member? There is no answer. Clubs have the entire uh, authority to make their own decisions in relation to what's called in the article visitation policy. Some clubs would, for sake of argument, it says in this article, permit you to come to three meetings before you're expected to join. In another club, you might be visiting it for nine months and nobody might ask you to join. You just simply come to the meetings. They tell you when the next meeting is. You go away. Even if it's an online meeting, you go away. The meeting ends and you come back next week. I have a 
suggestion for you to think about, listeners. If Toastmasters International wants to get more members, how advisable is it for Toastmasters clubs to hold back on asking somebody to join or inviting somebody to join? How about inviting somebody to join the very first meeting they come? And then think about it in another way. How about it if somebody comes to a Toastmasters meeting and they aren't asked to join? They see a number of very impressive people making short and long speeches. They see people who are able, who are very, very impressive. And they say to themselves, oh, my goodness, this club is much too good for me. And that's proven by the fact that no one in the club said to them, by the way, would you like to come into a breakout room so we can tell you about the club? And to be honest, we would love you to join our club. People have left Toastmaster meetings very disappointed that they weren't asked to join. It has been a deflation experience for some. Now, clearly, there are people who come to Toastmasters meetings and they say to themselves, I wouldn't join this club for anything, or else I, uh, Toastmasters International isn't right for me now. I, I'd be sitting here for six months and I'd be afraid to open my mouth. But what is the reason why you shouldn't find out and you shouldn't be very, very nice to guests and find out if they're looking to improve their communication skills? It is surely fairly easy to have a conversation with a guest after you, you ask them, look, how was the meeting? How did you find it? Was there anything confusing? And you say, look, by the way, are you looking for a way to improve your communications? Do you have a situation at work or anywhere where you'd like to be more effective at it? And the person might say, no, no, I'm a very good speaker already, and there's nothing you guys could teach me. So, no, thank you very much. I've satisfied myself that Toastmasters isn't for me, and that's great. You don't want somebody like that in the club. They're in the wrong organization. Perhaps they should be in the Professional Speakers Association, and they're ready to go and earn their living uh, doing after-dinner speeches or whatever. And then what happens if somebody says, um, no, I, I don't think I'm good enough to get better. I think I'm really awful at communicating and I don't think anything can be done for me. So I don't think I should, you know, I think you'd be wasting your time with me. So maybe you can say to that person, yeah, you're right. You're useless. No point in having you. It's a bit like what some people would recognize as faulty towers approach. It says you're absolutely hopeless. Go home, crawl under the bedclothes and uh, cry your eyes out. And you know what? You'll be a better speaker after doing that. No, <laughs> that, by the way, is, uh, is humor. However, why not invite a guest to join? Why not say, look, I'll send you some information about the club and I'll send you an application form and I'll give you a, a, a ring on Wednesday and see what you think about it. Now, vice presidents for membership, since I joined Toastmasters in 2015, I've heard people saying things like, oh, Moira, you can't force people to join Toastmasters. You, you, you can't do that. You can't ask them to join. That's putting inordinate pressure on them. 
No, 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 no. We have to let them just tell them when the next meeting is on. Then they go to the next meeting and you tell them, oh, yeah, come to the, the, the next meeting. And they're invited back. Now, in the meanwhile, I guarantee you, folks, that if they are serious about their communication skills, they might well be gone to another club, mm. which said to them, hey, are you free every second Wednesday of the month at seven o'clock? Are you free then? Right. And look, by the way, do you have enough money to join? It's it's only 50 dollars or 50 euros. Is that OK for you? I mean, it's phenomenal value, but just a check because, you know, you need to know we have an annual membership. It's only 100 euro or 150 euro or whatever. But you need to be able to invest that much in yourself. Asking people for money, it says in this article, it quotes somebody. Not everybody finds it easy to say to somebody, look, it'll cost you $45 to join Toastmasters for six months. And there's a little bit extra for the club so that we can pay our club expenses. And that's how much it costs. Is that okay with you? People come to Toastmasters to learn how they can say that to somebody. You can join Toastmasters because you're finding it difficult to ask people for money, even when the money is fantastic value. In Toastmasters clubs, you will learn, if you want to, how to ask people for money. So to finish this episode of the podcast, you are a member of an organization that needs more members. You are capable of being a great person for your club. You are capable of recruiting and turning guests into members. It isn't that hard. Most of the people who come along to a Toastmasters meeting are already thinking about whether they should join. They're already looking for something. Otherwise, they'd be at the bridge club or they'd be at the photographic club but they're actually at a club which is designed to help them communicate and be more influential in society. What are you waiting for? Your next meeting, ask every guest to join. Paul, I couldn't agree with you more. I think the number of times that you allow a guest to come before they are asked to join or before they're expected to join is one that the individual club obviously has to be making up their own mind about. I would somehow question a club who allow non-members to attend multiple, multiple times forever without expecting them to join. But we are both members of an online club where there is not pressure to join. We do invite guests to join. But they can come to the meetings almost an unlimited number of times. And, and that, I think, is a wonderful point. Yeah. There isn't a Toastmasters club in the world who will shut the door and lock somebody out. Yeah. And it has so, been, it's proved, know, it's proved extremely successful that um, the majority of guests eventually sign up. Well, the key thing is when you use this word or when this word is used in the article, how many meetings can somebody go to before they are expected to join? Well, that could be rephrased. How many times does a guest need to come to a meeting before you will ask them to join? Yep, I agree. Now, it's actually more uh, yes. uh, useful as a question. 
And some clubs will say, well, as soon as somebody comes in the door, we will befriend them. We'll uh, interact with them in the chat. We have a membership team that will uh, build rapport with the person. And every single one of those people will be invited into a breakout room afterwards. Or if they say, look, I haven't got time to go, we'll get their email address or we'll get their phone number mm -hmm. and we send on the necessary information and application form to them. But basically everyone will go out there and say, look, the thing about Toastmasters is that if you go to a Toastmasters meeting, they'll be incredibly friendly, very supportive, and they will want you to join and you will feel a mile high. And on that very positive note, we'll bring this episode to a close. And in fact, this week's podcasts, we'll invite you to join us again next Friday at the same time, 4pm Irish time. And we look forward to having your presence. Until then, from Moira O'Brien, goodbye. And from Paul Imani, goodbye. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com for more information. Mm -hmm.